Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Growing in Love. This is episode two. I'm doing, th- I'm doing it. Um, okay. So this episode is going to be called Rewiring My Mind. That's so good. Me and these titles are besties. That's so good. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to talk. Okay. Now I am moving around, so it might um it might get louder, it might get quieter. I don't know. Just keep that in mind. Anywho, so I just kind of wanted to give a little backstory about my mental health journey from my sophomore year of high school um, up until now. So I think I'm doing pretty good um, with the help of me, my parents, blah blah blah, my therapist. Um, yeah, I've just come a long way from where I was. So just so just to like tell you all, just a little bit. I don't want to get too deep into it because it was not a fun time. Well, actually, let's get into it first. <laughs> so um, my older brother plays basketball, and he was at... So me and him went to the same high school. He was two grades above me, but, you know, we were still in the same building. And uh, my sophomore year, his senior year? Oh, wow. So my sophomore year, his senior year, he um, he went to a prep school. And, you know, prep school, you live on the campus. You live, you know, where you go to school. So he moved, like, 40 minutes away. And me and my brother are really close. We're, like, um, best friends. And I really loved having him at school and, like, you know, being able to see him practice and go to his games. I can st- I was still able to go to his games when he went to prep school, but, like, I just loved being able to do that from, you know, us going to the same school. So he goes to this prep school. The house is super quiet. And, you know, my mom at the time was doing, what is it called? The praise team at church so she would be gone like most of the night and then my dad he um he I don't even remember what he was doing basketball practice workouts it was workouts so he had basketball workouts like you know he's a coach and so he would have basketball workouts every every other day every day so it was like a little bit of time I was just always by myself the house was quiet my brother's a super loud personality and then he left and it was like Nobody's there. I'm by myself all the time. My parents are home, maybe 8 o'clock, sometimes 5 o'clock. Like, I'd see my dad when i come home from school off the bus, but then, like, he would go, he would leave, and then not get back till like, way later. So they both get back at the same time my parents would. Um, so, yeah, I already knew this, though. I'd already anticipated that. I mean, I already knew that this was going to happen. I already knew my parents' schedules. Like, I knew everything. So right before, like, right when my brother left... Um, it was like Christmas break, so Christmas break up until New Year's and all that. So right before that break, I signed up for the track team at my school because I knew it was going to get me out of the house. I was going to meet new people, and it was just going to be a great experience for me. So that was kind of my healthy escape from the quietness at my house and like literally nobody being there. So um, I joined the track team. And it was great. Like, I I absolutely love track. I did it. I wanted to do it my senior year, but COVID, and I couldn't really. 
So I did it all my sophomore year, then I did it my junior year, and then, like, COVID happened, and then I literally just stopped. Like, you know, COVID stopped it. <laughs> but that was that was what I did, you know? That was what I did to get out of my head and to just not just sit at home in silence and just, I couldn't do it. It was literally eating me alive. But although I was doing track, I was not doing track every day. Like at the beginning of the season, I'm only doing track twice a week. Right? Tuesday, Thursday. So twice a week. And then why do I feel like it was three days? I don't know what's happening to my head. <laughs> I feel like it was Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, but it wasn't. I don't know. Just just know it was like two to three days a week at the beginning of the season I was doing track. Um, then at a certain point, I think it was around February, then it was practice Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then no Friday, or it was Tuesday. Just don't listen to me. <laughs> just know at the beginning of the season, two to three days a week, um, towards the middle to the end of the season, it's four days a week. So i I mean, at the beginning, I wasn't really out of the house that much. So I would go to practice, but I wasn't, I, I wouldn't really be um out of the out of the house all the time so there would be days when I would just be in the house and that's when like um it was just a really sad time for me I really do not feel like getting into it but just know a super sad time for me and I'm always by myself in the house um so then I guess around, it wasn't even around that time. That's just the beginning of my mental health journey, like, period. Um, Then the next year, my junior year, um, I'd say, like, around February, um, something happened with this person that I went to school with, and um, I don't want to say that it broke me because it didn't, but it kind of just, like... It kind of made me rethink what I was doing with, like, it kind of made me rethink how I was letting people treat me. That's exactly what it did. So whatever happened with this person, it made me reevaluate how I was, like, how I was letting people treat me. So um, kind of from there began my, my, and it's not my, like, I was just, on a journey, I wanted to figure out how to get out of this negative space that I kept allowing myself to get in because it wasn't the first time it had happened. Like there had been previous like times where people had like stepped all over me or like treated me the way that they wanted to, disregarding my feelings and things like that. And I just let it happen. And I wasn't gonna do that anymore. And also at the time, like mentally, actually I didn't even talk about this. During the time my sophomore year, my mindset was super negative and like negative, like I was talking negatively negatively about myself, negatively about the things I was capable of, negatively about the world in general. It was just a lot of hatred that was spewing out of my mind and my heart. Although obviously, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm a very positive and, you know, good hearted person now. And I've always been like that, but like during my sophomore year, that was like, although it was still there, I was just like hurting. My brother had just left. I'm always in the house by myself. I just like felt so 
uh, I don't want to say this, but I felt like really alone. It's the truth. I did. And so while I was in that space, it definitely affected me, affected me mentally and thus affect, you know, affected me mentally just made me a little bit more negative. Um, so yeah, from, you know, during my junior year, all that negativity negativity although it's it's been like it it came in waves it wasn't like i'm always like oh i hate everything blah blah blah. it was just like sometimes i would just like i would just be super negative so yeah from the situation with this person and you know all the prior situations that i've been in i was like i'm not doing this anymore i deserve so much more than this and i'm gonna work on it so um that's what i did I started, I want to try, like, I really can, I, like, really don't remember what I did, but, (laughs) yes, I do. All right, so, my junior year, um, I kind of just started, like, while I was already running, I would just get out of the house, like, I would go walking, I will go ride my bike, I would, um, sit outside on the patio, like, I would always be outside or in the sun. And then if I'm not outside and I'm in the sun, or I'm not outside and I'm not in the sun, I would write. Because I like to write and um, I'd read. I would watch my favorite TV shows. Like, like, there's stuff to do. Or I would cook. I like to cook a lot. Oh, my gosh. So, like, there's things that you can do to get yourself out of your head. It's not healthy to just sit and just be in the negative. And I used to do that a lot. And I used to just, like, sit in it. But it doesn't help anything. The only thing I will say about sitting in emotion is fresh anger, fresh sadness. Any emotion that's deemed negative, sit in it for as long as you need to until you've processed, you know, something that's happened to you. Once you sit in it, once you feel it, once you know it's there, you recognize it as, okay, this is anger. Okay, this is sadness. Okay, I'm feeling this emotion because of this. You got to fix it. You got to work on it. You can't just you can't just sit in the emotion that you're feeling. You have to identify it and then put in the effort to to fix it. <clears throat> you have to put in the effort to fix what you're feeling. Yes, time heals you. Time helps you. Um and prayer works, but you can't just expect things to get better and to come to you if you are not putting in the work to make things better for yourself. You can't keep doing the same things that you were doing before you prayed and before you, or while you're waiting on time to heal, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different outcome. It won't work. You have to put in the work. Um, just an example of how this whole process has helped me before. Um, I, so I came home for the uh, memorial, not memorial, the Labor Day weekend. <laughs> and um, so I went home from Thursday till Monday. And on Sunday night, my last night at home, I was upset, you know, sad because I was going back to school the next day. And yes, I love it here and it's great. But like, you know, home is home and nothing will beat that. So, um yeah, my parents were out and I texted my mom. I had to drop something off to my best friend's house anyway. So, you know, I texted my mom and I was like, hey, can I go out? Blah, blah, blah. So then I went out. I was already feeling sad, but I went out. I drove, obviously. I rolled down the windows. 
I turned on my music and I just drove. And that simple, small act of getting out of the house and getting out of my head, it made all the difference. It made, it did make me feel better in that moment. And then when I got home, um, I went and I played with my dog and I laid down with him and we watched a movie and, you know, there's ways to get out of your head, even if you don't feel like there are, even if you feel like this is the end or, or this is the emotion I'm meant to feel. I'm meant to feel like this. I'm meant to feel horrible. And you're not, you're not meant to feel that all the time, every second of the day. Granted, you know, some people's situations are different. Some people's mental health, you know, issues are different. And it might not be as easy as I'm saying, but there are ways to help yourself to get out of that funk and to just get better. There are ways to help yourself. Um, to expand more on this, uh, September of last year, I had a friend that I was really close with and... Oh my god. College, bro. Anyways, <clears throat> I had a friend that I was super close with. We would FaceTime all the time and text all the time. And um we also ran track together, so I would see him every day. We we, we had a class together too. I was just 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 to say <clears throat> I had a friend I would see all the time. We'd FaceTime, we'd text and we were super close. And um it was like three days that he had gone and he like hadn't been texting me back. I had been texting him, he hadn't been texting me back. I had been calling him, he hadn't been calling me back. <clears throat> so I just texted him and I was like, hey, um, do you just not want to be friends anymore? This is annoying. Like, just be honest with me. He was like, no, I don't want to be friends anymore. And that was like, that was it. And instead of being super sad and like crying, like, like, when I lose friend, or when I would part ways with friends in the past, I'd be so sad. I'd be like, oh my god, like, what did I do wrong? And why don't they want to be my friend anymore? And I literally, that happened with him, and I was just like, okay. And I was like, that's that's okay. I was like, I'm grateful for the friendship that we shared. I'm grateful for all the moments that we had together, all the advice that he had given me, and just all the fun times we shared. I was, I, I in that moment, I was just like, I'm so grateful that I got to know him. Now, I don't know how I did that. I don't know how I got to this place in my life. And I'm still like that. Like, I don't know how I got to this place in my life where when something doesn't particularly go my way, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm grateful that this happened. And what did I learn? And what's next? And what doors open for me in my life? I just don't, I just, I don't know how I do it. Sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes how I talked about earlier, like, sitting in your sadness and just being sad or angry. Like, sometimes I just want to be mad, and, like, I, I just can't do it anymore. I can't just be mad. I'm always, like, my mind just always goes straight into the, I'm grateful. What did I learn? What's next? You know, how am I better because of it? I mean, and it's good. That's really good for me, but, like, it does get annoying sometimes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about next. That's what did I, I, did I do I keep saying the same thing? I feel like I keep saying the same thing over and over again. But this is all what I want to talk about next. And this all I feel like this all ties into positive self-talk, talking positively of yourself and your life to just change your 
I I don't want to say like your lifestyle, but to just change yourself in a better way. See, while I'm, you know, how I got to this place anyways was recognizing every day how, oh my gosh, that is how I got here. Wow, cool. So I got this book. Actually, kind of a little bit back up a little bit. Because this is like really when it started. This guy that I went to school that I went to school with from kindergarten up until eighth grade, he passed away in February, and it really messed me up because our relationship was really rocky, and we like there wasn't like a solid time. I mean, obviously, like when we were little, like we were like friends, or you know how little kids are. Like when we were younger, there were times when we were like close and would like laugh and like all that, but like as we got older we didn't have a good relationship and then he passed away and like I didn't have the opportunity to like express to him like even though you know we we didn't share a lot of good times like I still appreciated him um and was grateful that I got to know him so that messed me up a lot and I sat for like a week and a half and was like super sad and then I was like no I was like I'm grateful for this and you know, I'm grateful that I've know, known him, and that's when it started for me, honestly. It was just like, okay, every day I'm grateful for this. Every day I'm appreciative of this, and I love this. And just in, like, small moments, I'd be like, I'm so grateful for this. Like, I wouldn't say it out loud, obviously, but I would think, like, I'm so grateful that I'm able to be here. I'm so grateful that I know this person. I'm so grateful that I'm doing this. And just like, that's when it started for me and how I got into that kind of system for myself. And just like how it just kicks in automatically whenever something doesn't particularly go my way. My mind just knows, you know, my mind knows like, okay, if it doesn't happen now, it's going to happen later. I'm going to sit and I'm going to process what happened and think about it and and just dive deep into why it's better for me that this has happened. It just, you know, I know my mind, my mind already knows I'm going to do that. So instead it just happens, like, right as, right as I'm going through it. So, so yeah. I just, in the moment, I, I think about what I'm grateful, like, how I'm grateful for it. How, how appreciative I am of, of the small moment or, or the big moment that it is. Because everything, like, nothing can be duplicated. No moment, no experience, no person, nothing can be duplicated in life. And so just loving and appreciating everything while you're in the moment, that's that's just how I choose to live. Because, like, not to be, like, sad and, like, I don't know. You never know, you never know what's going to happen next. And so since I never know what's going to happen next, I would rather be grateful and appreciative and loving in the moment than have the moment pass and then look back and be like, I wish I would have appreciated that more. I wish I would have loved that more. I wish I would have been more grateful for that moment. Like I'd rather appreciate it and be grateful in the moment than look back and have regret. Yeah, that's another thing too about me now. I don't, I don't hold regret like at all. Might sound weird, but like, I don't regret anything ever, because everything, 
everything that I have been through, everything that I've done, every decision I've made, every experience that I've had, everything has made, everything has gotten me here. Me right now, sitting in my bed, recording this episode, every decision I've made has gotten me here. So why would I be regretful? Because, you know, having regret, let's say, I don't even have an example. Actually, I do. It's, I'm going to touch on this later. But maybe having a regret, um, actually, I don't even have to say that. I don't have to say that. (laughs) But having a regret about parting ways with a friend that I did in September of last year. Having that regret, you know, if I say, oh, I wish that never happened, what would I have learned by now? I wouldn't have learned to simply be appreciative of every single, I mean, it would have happened. It would have happened again in February when, you know, the guy I grew up with died it would have happened again but it would have been a little bit a lot more intense when he passed away it would have been so much more intense when he passed away but I had already kind of grabs grabs how do you say that grasped <laughs> I'd already grasped that um what is it called mental like it's not mental skill but I'd already grasped that in September, when I parted ways with that friend, so it made it easier in February when he passed away. Not the same person, different people. Anyways, yeah. So, if I was regretful for the friend that I parted ways with, it would have been harder for me in February. Every experience that you have, it just it just makes things easier in life. You know, when you go through, you know, another experience that may be similar or completely different, but you, everything that you learn and go through, it always helps you in some other way in your life. I promise it does. Everything always helps you in the long run, which I love that. I love that about life. Life is just like full of like lessons and, and growth. I just love it. It's so amazing. Yeah. So no regrets for data. I do not regret anything. Everything happens for a reason. I'm here because of every experience, every decision that I've made, every experience that I've had. I'm here and I am me because of everything I've gone through. And I wouldn't change that for anything in the world. And I don't think you should either. I don't think you should be regretful of anything. Obviously, I cannot change how you feel about things, but just look at it through a different lens. Look at it in a different way. It doesn't always have to be negative. Regret is negative. That's a negative thing. And I just got finished talking about how positive I am in my life and how things are so much different now. Negativity just, oh my God, it runs the world. It should not be like that. It runs the world. And if you yourself can make your life a little bit more positive, why wouldn't you do that? I did it. I'm a lot better because of it. And every day I wake up and it's just so much better than the life that I was living two years ago. I'm so I'm so much better. I don't like life's just so much better for me now. I feel like that's all I wanted to talk about. If there's more Oh wait. Hold on. Let me do a rundown. Positive self-talk, regrets, being grateful for life. Um oh yeah, like sitting and sulking, not doing that, just getting yourself out in the moment. I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Because that's all about, you know, how I rewired my mind. That's how I am, how I've gotten here. There's nothing else I want to talk about. Actually, in part, in part, in part, 
just just to wrap it all up um i've already talked about my brother talked about him in both podcasts talked about him a little bit today and i've already talked about how close our relationship is he is now in california it's breaking my heart every day because i miss him so much but while i miss him every single day and right now just every time i miss him i think about you know a great moment that we shared um and quickly i want to share my favorite moment just because i feel like talking about my brother um right when court right when corona you know was around right when school got canceled and all that not when school yeah school got canceled <laughs> when school got canceled so my brother was still at the prep school at the time and he got sent home so we went and picked him up and he was home um and we were all convinced that there was gonna be you know a week a month whatever obviously everybody was and we went to the store i don't even know why we went to the store or what we were doing but we went to the store and um yeah <laughs> we went to the store and um yeah <laughs> no we went to the store we went to walmart it was just us and he drove and we were listening to camp rock on the way there and then we were listening to usher and chris brown and we were having so much fun in the car just listening our music and bonding and screaming the lyrics out loud in the car that day that was just a great moment that we shared and i'm super grateful for that super grateful for my brother he's doing great things i'm so proud of him i love him so much i wouldn't trade him for the world and i would not trade this just anything i'm just so grateful so yeah love you Jaden. <laughs> okay i think that's it I love doing this. This is so good. Guys, if there's anything that you want to do and you just can't do it because you're holding yourself back, stop doing it. I'm telling you, stop doing it. It's been eating me alive that I haven't been able to do this podcast and something has been pushing me to do it and I finally did it and I feel so good. (sighs) Yeah, that's all I got today. I'll be back again. I'll be back again. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Growing in Love. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie, I recorded an episode like five days ago, and I was supposed to upload it yesterday, but I went back and I I listened to it and it was absolutely horrible. I don't know, it's not like, I don't like, I don't like dislike listening to my voice, but it was very unorganized. I didn't have a concrete point that I was going at. And I didn't have a lot of examples. Just the whole thing was just... It was a great message. But it was just poorly executed. And I would like to redo it. Even though you all didn't hear the first one. I just want to redo it. I'm all about professionalism. And I, I want it to be super professional. So... Um, for this episode... Actually, before we even before we even get into that, this is what I want to talk about on my next one. It's kind of I feel like I've already talked. Maybe I've already talked about this, but like being grateful for being grateful for where you've come from and and where you are now. Because I was watching some videos. I was even talking to my friends about you know where I had been before, and and I was like, wow, like I never thought I would be here, and I never thought I would be in this position, or never thought I'd be at this place in my life. And I was just feeling super grateful. Um, Yeah, so that's what I want to talk about. 
next week or week after. I don't know when I'm going to be making the next one. Anyways, today I wanted to talk about people's energy and how that affects you. Not even people's energy, but just people in general and how who you have around you can affect you immensely. Now, to give a very light example, um, I never used to... (laughs) Okay, so... Obviously, when you're a kid, kids cuss, kids do all the things that they're not supposed to do at home, at school. Um, So, yeah, a lot of kids around me were cussing, and I always made sure to not be the one that followed them and was not cussing, Um, just because I liked, not not necessarily just because I liked having the label as the girl that didn't cuss, but, like, you know, that's a perk that came with it, and I also didn't like it. But as time went on... Um, like literally all of my best friends were cussing and it was kind of like I got to eighth grade and, you know, as a, as a teenager, early teenager, um, you're heavily, easily influenced by your friends. So obviously I started to cuss and, um, I don't want to say that I was like the worst cusser in the world and was like how they say like cuss like a sailor. I think that's how they say it. Like, I wasn't necessarily cussing like that, but, like, you know, at some point, my friends would be like, Jada, like, you know, they would, like, have to bring me back down because I would be taking it too far, saying some stuff that I should not have been saying. Um, but, yeah, that was just solely based on the influence that they had on me. But that was who I was surrounding myself with, so that is what I started to do, started to do even though I had already said for years that I would not turn into that girl. As light of an example as that may seem, that influence from others goes so much deeper. It's not even influence. It is also energies, like I said in the beginning. It's also, like, mindsets, the way that people... Like, it can get so deep because at some point in your life, whether, you know, sometimes you may be going through something and you're more vulnerable, and you're more emotional, um, so in that moment, somebody could influence you way more, or not even influence, but when you're in that vulnerable state, you're more liable to change, is that the right word? You're more liable to change when you're vulnerable, or when you trust someone, you know, just, that's just a given, you just know that, but like, when you're vulnerable, um, and you may be surrounding yourself with the wrong people and they're doing stuff that you said you would never do. Now, since you're vulnerable, you're, 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 you're open to change and all these kind of things. Now you're put in a position, you know, you said you would never put yourself there, but now you're there because of all these, you know, different things that are going on in your life. Um, just really quick, if you don't already understand how deeply people affect you just by having them around you and in your space when you have best friends or very close friends even family can be best friends too so when you have best friends anything that they go through you feel they're sad they're happy they're angry whatever you feel for them and you feel what they're feeling that's only emotions deep but that is just a prime example of how much what you know what someone's going through and how they're feeling and how they're thinking can affect 
what you're going through, how you're feeling, and how you're thinking. Um, just to keep us on the path of giving examples and talking about those kind of things. I, I had a friend my sophomore year of high school. He was a really sweet guy, just just super sweet, um, down to earth. Like, I don't, I don't know how, like how to describe him, but just super sweet is all I can describe him as. Um, and then he moved schools. His friend group changed, and then he got into a lot of stuff that we both recognized as lame, stupid, you know, just stuff that he said he would never get into. And I know I already talked about that, and obviously teenagers are likely to change and things like that. But number one, his environment changed. Number two, his friend group changed. You know, he's in a new place, and he had settled into this group of friends and started doing things that he said he would never do so you know that's just a, and I hate I keep I keep saying it's another example that is like these are real life examples real you know things that actually happen like okay there have been times when I have been not necessarily like right now but like where I have been and friendships with people and hadn't taken the time to reflect on how I felt this this is what I want to talk about I never reflected on how I felt when I was with them how I felt when I left you know from hanging out with them or being with them or talking to them I never reflected on the things that I was doing because of them or the ways that they might have changed me whether that be good whether that be bad ugly like I never reflected on that up until, like, when can I say? I probably can say high school. Because I, um, as I've said many times before, I moved from a super small community um, to a super large community where I know, like, no one. Um, so I started over. And I, I, that, shoot, I was super lucky to start over because, you know, while I'm starting over, I have the chance to, you know, reflect on the friendships that I had growing up and now take all of that stuff that I reflected on and bring that into my new friendships and know, okay, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to feel this, blah, 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 you know, because of what I reflected on and what I realized these people brought out of me because they were constantly around me all the time. Okay, I just got really excited because I have a, an example of today. I have this friend. Me and him have been friends since my freshman year or our freshman year of high school. And um, anybody that knows me personally knows me from freshman year um, of high school. I can just say I, I, I can't really describe to you how I used to act my freshman year, but I can tell you that every single person that I was friends with my freshman year of high school, they always told me that they miss freshman year Jada. Um, now, I bring that into my next point. Um, so I was talking to my freshman year friend today, and I was, like, doing stuff that I used to do freshman year of high school, which I don't, like, that's kind of, like, my most comfortable state. Like, freshman year me was, like, my the most comfortable I think I've ever been in, like, my personality and, like, not caring. Because when I moved schools, I was trying, I was trying to just be myself to, the, you know, my, the, my full capacity, the full capacity, 
whatever you get what I'm saying but I was trying to be myself and that was you know my way of being myself so anyways I was doing things that I used to do my freshman year and I think now I mean I do that with like the only people that I can say I can do that with my is now is like my cousins or like my best friend that's like it so the fact and me me and the, my freshman year friend we talk occasionally but like the fact that like just talking to him brought that out of me that's just like I I was supposed to talk about this again today because that just show, like I don't know <laughs> that just shows you I love talking about this kind of stuff because I I used to not be a person that like to like to reflect on things or feel things gosh that I mean it was always acceptable in my house to feel things but because of who I was hanging around with like once again like I said because of who I was hanging with with them it wasn't as acceptable because they weren't doing it um and always like if you were going to you know voice something or just especially with like friendships like if if you want to voice something you want that to be your comfortable space you want to be able to share those kind of things and if they aren't those type of people like just to like simply say it my childhood best friends one of them and they're in her house it was like you know affection was shown often and you know she was loved not to say that my other best friend wasn't loved but like you know you know what I mean so my other best friend affection was not common in our house so now I mean and and all our backgrounds are so like so different like we come from we came from these like totally different families so coming together whenever we had you know emotional disputes that's the right word whenever we had emotional disputes or you know things we had to discuss or figure out one side you know one best friend was always showing aggression and, and anger and yelling because you know that's what she was used to in her house and then you know my other friend was kind of like the peacemaker between us because you know while my friend is yelling at me and and doing all this other stuff I'm getting heated and I'm yelling but I'm also crying because I'm mad and blah 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 so that's that goes further back to um that you know what they're experiencing in their house makes them act the way that they act and and since they act like that since they know that's how to act at home they bring that into our friendships and no one thing leads to another and that's just what we knew in our friendship we had you know me um just super emotional god it just it's just so bad <laughs> just this super just super a super emotional kid um that didn't necessarily like to talk it's still like this now like sometimes i don't like talking about things that i know i'm gonna cry you can't get me to talk about something without crying so yeah but I, you know i was like that when i was younger you you know we have to talk about something and i'm crying and you know we've got our other best friend and she's just you know fussing because that's all she knows and then my other best friend is quiet and you know the peacemaker and just listening so that's you know what we were ew is that right the way that i reacted in my friendship has nothing to do with what happened to me at home 
what happened in my home. I, I didn't. <laughs> that's just my personality. I just, I'm just a very emotional person. But what was going on in all of our homes is a result of the way that we reacted in situations of conflict. I think I can turn this into that. This is something I wanted to talk about in another... Sorry, I'm in my closet. There's water everywhere. <laughs> this is something I wanted to talk about in another episode anyways. Because this point is important about, you know the house that we're that the house that we grow up in or the house you know what we are constantly surrounded by affects us so much in the way that we deal with conflict the way that we deal with success the way that we deal with life in general how you know what we deal with at home or or how we know to deal with things at home that's you know that's the only thing that we know so that affects us so much um and I guess the the only like proper way that I could dis- like describe that is just how I just described it with my my best friend, my childhood best friend. So that's the only way that I could describe it because I don't know my house. I'm okay. In my house, we resulted. Is that right? Resorted to sit downs and talk stuff out. So that's what I like. That's what I'm used to. That's what I turn to in situations of conflict. Um, And not everybody's like that, obviously. I've got friends that don't like to talk about anything. I've got friends that, well, this is like, you know, the same type of friend that, you know, they shut down in situations of conflict they don't want to talk about anything and let stuff brush over i don't necessarily like that sometimes it's kind of like a okay i'll deal with this for now (laughs) but when the time comes you're gonna have to talk about it um but i guess in sort of adjusting not even adjusting to like yeah adjusting to different people different friendships Everybody comes to you in different ways. They come to you. They come to you in different ways. People, are, they're coming. Everybody's coming from different parts of life. So you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get a perfect person. You're not gonna get a per, a person that doesn't have any faults or or hasn't been through anything. You're not going to get somebody in your life that is perfect. A part of like my growing has been accepting that that um people are coming to you in all these different shapes um from all these different I hate when people say walks of life I don't it just sounds like people are on all these journeys but they are people are coming from all kinds of different situations and you just have to love them for it because you're not there to fix them you're not there to you're not there to fix them. You're just there to be their friend, a part of their life because now you're a part of their journey. Whether you're a pit stop or you're a forever stop, you are a part of that person's journey now that they're in your life. So your place is not to fix them. It's just to be there with them um, and to love them. I think that that has a lot more to do with adult friendships than it does with, like... I'm not saying that, like, 
teens or like kids cannot accept like i mean but kids do that though like kids accept every part of like i don't i don't like ever remember not accepting a friend because of like well (laughs) well kids kids do the darndest things (laughs) but i'm not i don't want to say that it's strictly just for the adulting part of my life that i'm transitioning into slowly very slowly i'm not an adult yet god (laughs) by law i'm an adult in my mind i am not um but i don't want to strictly put that as an adult kind of thing you know just loving a person and being there for them and being in their life in that time and in that season for them and you know the same for you them being there for you and that your time and your season no judgments, no nothing, just loving each other because you are a part of their journey, they're a part of yours, and, you know, you never know when the last time, I'm not saying death, but you never know when your last conversation may be, and you all part ways, and, but you never know, you never know when that is, so just loving, having them there, having them in your life, having that relationship, that's better than not doing that and nitpicking and, and finding all of these minuscule things to just be just like I don't know if miserability is a word but I feel like miserability should be a word because that is what it is the miserability of trying to that is also just just that goes back so far if you're miserable in a friendship and doing all this nitpicking and blah 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 just please do some reflecting because i promise you it goes back further than you think i'm so far away from where i wanted to be right now gosh i'm supposed to be in here talking i mean this is still kind of the same thing about how people you know affect your energy and where you are in your life um just to give another super duper quick example I have a close friend now and um so I'm really big on goal setting super big on that and I kind of got a little bit out of that for a while I don't know why maybe because I finally got the big goal I'm in college woo woo so woo woo will be woo woo (laughs) I don't know it is whatever (laughs) okay i'm in college so that was a big goal that i wanted to accomplish my next goal was the podcast so i did that but it was i've been making all of these super tiny tiny goals tiny milestones that i could reach within that was a weak snap oh my gosh yeah Within the snap of my finger. I mean, you can't get into college with a snap. <laughs> but <laughs> it is so late. It is so it is so late. I'm so giggly. It's 1.14 in the morning. But I had to make this video. I had to make it. I had to make it. Anyways, so. Okay, now that I'm back on goal setting. Um. Okay. This is where I wanted this to go. Now, while I'm on here talking about, you know, people's energy and how it affects you and all this stuff, you don't have to have everybody around you that's doing the same thing as you. Make sure they're not doing things that jeopardize 
where you want to be in your life and where you're at in your life but you do not have to have people that around you that are doing the exact same thing as you um but while you don't have all of these people around you doing the exact same thing as you it is good to have at least one or two people in your life that are doing the same thing as you so where i wanted to go with this um was now i have a close friend and he is really big on goal setting um planning for the future just keeping yourself on track in general we recently just became friends again we've known each other for too long <laughs> not too long but we've known each other for a very long time though so um yeah Anyhow, he's really big on goal setting, really big on planning for the future and keeping yourself on track. And that is something that I had just gotten back into. But while, you know, having him, since we're very close, having him there and he's pushing me to accomplish these goals and make these lists and, and plan all these things, having him there to encourage me to do that is so much better than not having anybody there to do that. I mean... It's good to have people there that want the same things for you that you want for yourself. Also to have people there that are pushing you to do, you know, things for yourself that you... Okay, we it, not in a bad way. But like that you didn't necessarily want to do or like think you could do. Or, you know, maybe it's an uncomfortable goal or an uncomfortable thought maybe maybe it's you know a level in your life that you didn't think that you could reach but now you've got somebody pushing you to do it and you know you you do it it's good to have people in your life that push you to be greater so i really love this this is this is the you know one thing that i super love about where i'm at in my life and where i'm at in college and all that my roommate is super like me very good um so when you know while i'm doing all this goal setting stuff and while i'm really big on that she is as well so while i've got that other close friend that you know is pushing me to do all these things now i've got my roommate we literally live together um and while well i have my goals written on my whiteboard and she's got her goals written on her whiteboard too so we're always seeing each other's goals and you know i'm always seeing my goals she's always seeing hers it's just really good to have somebody around you that while, you know, she's encouraging me, I'm encouraging her. We can see each other motivating ourselves. We can see each other, see our goals each day. I just, I just like, I don't know. I never really thought about the importance of having people around you that are, are like-minded to you and that want these same things for yourself that you want for yourself it's very good to have people in your corner that want to see you do good and this this is this is important having people in your life that are an investment for your future self or that are investing in your future self that is so important Yes, I'm so happy that this all relates back to the people that you have around you. Having people around you that fully are an encouragement of who you are trying to become, that I just, 
I can't stress enough how important that is. I seriously encourage you today. Um, doesn't matter when you're listening to this. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. Where you are when you're listen- listening to this. Please, please, please reflect. Reflect on where you're at. Reflect on who you've got around you. Reflect on what, who, what and who they bring out of you. Because once you start doing that, you, you really, that, that's, that's a big step in prioritizing you, your future self, your mental health. Um, that's important. Your life, that's important. Reflections are important. Mental reflections are important. Um, I just really encourage you to do that this week. Maybe even today. But, you know, sometimes that is, doing that reflection is big. Because you might have a sneaking suspicion that what's going on, what friendship, what relationship you're in or that you have is not good for you. And you don't want to realize that. So you ignore it and, you know, you hide it. Um, But eventually that it's going to catch up to you so again just do some reflections um take what i say to heart please please do it i just i am slowly not yeah i am okay i'm i'm pretty much back and better than where i you know where i have been um I just want to see people do better for themselves. I just want to see it. It just... Because I know, you know, I've been in places, I've struggled, and I've wanted to hear the words that I'm saying right now, and it probably would have put me so much further ahead of where I'm at right now if I would have, you know, done it a couple years ago, a couple months ago. Um... So just take my take my words to heart. And please, I feel like I, I might have said this on another episode. Please don't take my eighth into account. It doesn't knock my wisdom or my ability to um, speak. This is a gift. I've literally been blessed with this. This is this is a gift. I'm so blessed with this. I thank you all for listening today. Today was a very good day. Very good day. Um, I'm home. Why am I home again? Don't worry about it. I'm just playing. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're literally... We're about to come home anyways. I'm coming home in two weeks um, to stay until January. So coming home doesn't even matter. It's not like a big deal anymore. I'm home and I'm good I'm really good I'm really tired though these are the words of tired Jaden it's 124 in the morning I'm, I'm just I'm so exhausted I've been cleaning my room Ugh. when you're not just like in your room all the time I like I can't just clean my room like I have to clean it every time I come home I can't just clean it 
Like, oh, yeah, right now I want to clean my room because I'm not home. (laughs) I'm at, you know, in my dorm. Anyways, thank you all for listening again. Share with anybody that you think may need to hear this message. Um, This is the most polite nudge that you can give somebody because I'm not yelling. I'm talking. I'm talking in the most calm voice ever. So share it with somebody that you think or know needs this, needs to hear this. Um, re-listen to it do that take notes do all that stuff i should have said this at the beginning instead of the end of the video it's okay y'all got me um i hope y'all have a good day a blessed night a blessed evening blessed morning whatever it may be for you um be brave for yourself you deserve it bye